You're listening to Chugging Bleach, the only podcast where the bounce count. Welcome to Chugging Bleach, the show where something bad happened these episodes. Yeah, sure fucking did. <laughs> but also we watched Bleach, and that's where things went wrong. <laughs> I'm your host, Bob Video Games. Here is the usual host, Dan Video Games. I have never been so betrayed. <laughs> I am like Goku. <laughs> Dr. Agro. And now for something completely different. <laughs> In Chris Will Park. I've never, ever seen anything do what Bleach did this set. <laughs> uh, my girlfriend's like about to walk out the door to do something. And I'm like, you wouldn't believe what Bleach did. And she's like, what? And I'm like, no. You, I'll wait for you to do whatever you're doing. Come back and sit down. <laughs> <laughs> this is unreal. I'm glad I remembered this. Otherwise, I also have been like a truck. I, dude, I would have gaslit myself into going, there's no way that's how that went. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot forget this. <laughs> it is truly un- incomparable in its field. No one has ever had balls this big. No, I just, all I could do was repeat the word Bold. <laughs> yeah. As this unfolded ahead of me. That sounds like a customer who's just overstepping every boundary and you just stare at them going bold. Bold. <laughs> oh, you're climbing the shelves. Bold. In any case, this is episodes 165 through 169. It sure is. It sure is. Before we get into it, though, I hear you could listen to this early in some manner. Chris, can you enlighten me? If you'd like to hear this early, you can go to our Patreon at patreon.com slash gvpodcast. For as little as $5 a month, you get access to many benefits, such as early access to this and our other anime podcast, Pokemon Go to the Movies, which is like this, but reviewing Pokemon movies instead of Bleach. You also get extended (laughs) content from other shows, and sometimes a Patreon-exclusive show, but very often a Patreon-exclusive commentary track on a good or horrible thing we had to watch. Usually it's horrible. Very horrible. <laughs> uh, but if you want that, you can have it. That's patreon.com slash gvpodcast. Uh, there's also a movie. I'm not going to talk about the movie in too much depth. It's called Isolation 119. This isn't a joke. You get a movie. Patreon.com slash gvpodcast. Imagine if a Pokemon movie in the middle of the movie did this. Like it just swoops to a different movie. We will talk more about <laughs> Arceus, the godlike Pokemon, at another time. <laughs> For now... Shame it. <laughs> I would honestly kind of expect this from a Pokemon movie. <laughs> the middle of a, you know what? We're we're gonna get there. Yeah, we're gonna we're, get yeah, there. We're gonna get there. Chris, can you get us there? <laughs> sure. I can't believe it did this. Episode one sixty five. We're back in the four minute recap dimension. Yeah, we are. Oh my god. Dadan Chaka is talking to Renji in the Sayaporo fight. Renji yells at him repeatedly for shoving their faces together, and then Renji hits him. Pesce's like, Ashida, we can't lose to them at comedy. Come on. And then Ashida says, shut up. <laughs> and uh, and Pesce tries, desperately tries to workshop comedy with him. Renji and Shida are like, we gotta fucking go. We can't beat this guy like this. Maybe we should get out of the room that's made of lava. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe we should get out of the room made of lava. Uh, Pesce and Dadan Chaka keep trying to run a comedy routine, so Ishida says they should both be sent to a mental hospital. His dad's a doctor. He would know. <laughs> I, don't think he, I don't think he's a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> he's the fucking general manager of the hospital. Which means his son is really equipped to assess people as mentally ill. <laughs> Look, Ishida's dad is a rich doctor who is also divorced. We need to be asking where he was January 6th. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. We cut back to Ichigo's scene. Grimjow and Ulkior are staring at each other. Ulkiora demands to know what Grimjow is doing, but Grimjow won't even talk, and then they just stare at each other a little while. Then Ulkior's like, give me Orihime back, and Grimjow says, fuck you. <laughs> then the two fight a little bit and cause a big energy effect and like the energy ripples, and Grimjow says, You're afraid of fighting me because you're worried you might lose, and blasts him with a Saro, and then Ulkiora teleports behind him and takes a shot at him, too, and they fight a little bit in the dust. And in the dust, Grimjow shoves something into Ulkiora's chest hole, and he gets <laughs> swallowed by, like, a weird spatial anomaly. Orihime asks what it was, and Grimjow says, It's like a pocket dimension called, called a Kaha de Negation. 
It's something they use to punish their subordinates. Jobbers get locked away forever, but somebody like Elkior can escape. It's just going to take him a couple hours. He can yell really loud. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's literally what I was thinking of. He he's going to do the fucking Gotenks thing. God, everyone but me! The note I wrote for this was Grimjow dropped something in Elkior's hole, and I was like, oh, I shouldn't write that. That doesn't seem right. He hit uh, that brother like... with the cube. Elkiora <laughs> <laughs> betrayed and left in the Caja de Negation. <laughs> The only way to escape yelling slurs until the dimensional <laughs> wall breaks. That seems more like Grimjow's method of escape than Ulfiora's. Grimjow just walks out like the live sea meme. <laughs> Grimjow's like, fucking heal Ichigo faster. We don't have that long. Orihim is like, no, I won't, I won't heal Ichigo because you're just going to beat him up again. So he starts choking her a little bit. But Ichigo's able to get up and grab his arm and knock him away. And Ichigo's like... Don't worry, heal me and also heal Grimjow from the damage he just took. And Grimjow's like, what are you, a fucking idiot? I intend to kill you. And then Grimjow says, what? Do you want to use that as an excuse for when I beat your ass? And then Grimjow is so fucking pissed about this, he's healed in a fucking camera cut. <laughs> yeah, they just show the, the little Orihime things float around and it's like, okay, it happened. <laughs> He took the L. Nelanor and Orihime are concerned, but Ichigo tells him, don't worry, I'll win for sure. And he's like, Grimjow, we should fight somewhere empty. And then it like cuts to a theater showing the flash. Yeah, my exact joke I wrote. God damn it. <laughs> Everyone was thinking it. I was so confused by that move. They're like, we need to DBZ away for some reason. Yeah. Except they don't. They go like. And then they don't even go that far. Yeah, they go like 10 feet away. <laughs> right. It's just like, let's go to those other big pillars. Me watching this, a moron. I'm like, well, I'm glad Orihime is safe from the battle now. <laughs> Ichigo Bonkai's and they start clashing through some of those weird pillar buildings. Orihime and Nell watch. Orihime tries to comfort her. And Nell's like, but even if Ichigo says he's going to win, that doesn't mean anything. Everybody says that. I'm a child. <laughs> I've been to Evo. Everybody says that. <laughs> uh, and then and then Orihime basically says a thing that's like, no, she really believes in Ichigo. She basically says, I can't even imagine Ichigo losing. <laughs> I don't have an entire personality. I've built what I have around Ichigo. <laughs> Oh, no. Like an amoeba. As soon as that happens, Ichigo falls for a faint from Grimjow and gets blasted with an enormous Saro. Somehow he only got scraped a little bit, though. Grimjow goads Ichigo and is like, you're lying that you wanted to You just came here to, to save Orihima. You also wanted to beat the shit out of me. And he's like, look, I didn't heal the scar you gave me the first time we met to remind me that I needed to beat the shit out of you. <laughs> I left your mushroom stamp as a reminder. <laughs> He then grabs a sword and they stare at each other a little bit and then Grimjow like jump scares him by teleporting right up into his face and they start fighting again. Grimjow asks why he came. Ichigo says it was to save Orihime and Grimjow's like, then why didn't you run the moment you were healed and had her then? He then implies they had been torturing Orihime and that her mind is shattered even if her body is fine. Ichigo then gets pissed and Grimjow goads him again. It's yet another one of those stupid fucking you're actually a violent dickhead Ichigo that we've gotten like four times this arc. Yeah. <laughs> it's like somebody once said that teenage boys really like to pretend they could be super dangerous if they were pushed too hard. <laughs> mm -hmm. And that really mm -hmm. gets put into shonen manga specifically. And this is like a case of that. Yeah. Yeah. They clash a couple more times and Ichigo gets cut and Grimjow says things are going good. He then says, yeah, uh, us Aspada can do a fucking super Sero that seemingly needs his fucking blood because he cuts the fing his fingers on his sword before he does it. Orihime and Nell decided to fucking spectate and got up closer to the fight. <laughs> so Ichigo has to mask up and deflect this attack, which is called the Grand Ray Sero. This will be on the test. <laughs> <laughs> so Ichigo's masked up and Grimjow says it's about time to get serious. And then Ichigo growls with the trials of Mana Ghost Filter on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Illustrated Guide to Soul Reapers. Not golden. Not golden. So sad. Shuhei and Izuru enter a room and Rangiku takes a picture of them. Then she, she then tells them to model for her and they do it. And she takes all kinds of pictures, including them like stripped a bunch. She then shows the photos to Nanao and Nanao is scandalized and they cross out everybody involved on the scoreboard. Yeah, she screams, what are you trying to do? Get us arrested. Because it's like the first part of the photo shoots willing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. That it really isn't. And it gets really a lot more. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like the customer climbing the shelves. <laughs> yes. Episode 166. 
Much shorter recap. Everything looks very nice now because we're about to go into fucking filler, so it's time to blow the load. Yeah, mm. like this is fucking three-dimensional anime. Orihime's face has so much depth. God, all of the emotions she has now. Yeah, it's kind of insane. Orihime is watching Ichigo's back now that he's hollowed up. He tells her it's okay if she's afraid of him like this because he won't be this way very long. He'll end the fight quickly. Grimjow is excited and poses with his sword and starts powering up and releases. His release is Grind Pantera. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Ichigo tells Orihime to put up a barrier until this is over and not to lower it no matter what happens. I don't think her fucking barrier could stop anything going on here, so I'm not exactly sure. <laughs> no, but it, it, it got an upgrade, for sure. It's like an <laughs> army helmet. It's not for bullets. It's for falling debris and shrapnel. Grimjow turns into like an armored cat man that is able to cause huge shockwaves with just his voice. And he starts batting Ichigo around. So is this Super Cat Boy Blue Ultimate or <laughs> Super Blue Boy Cat Blue? Bob, this is Pluto from Mega Man 5 on Game Boy. This is some 90s <laughs> fantasy anime shit. That boy is a Kataro Kataro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> it was crazy when Grim Justin Rawr, I'm a cat punish me. <laughs> so fucking weird. <laughs> Grimjow hammers him through a pillar, and it looks really cool. Mm -hmm. Then Ichigo teleports behind him and gets a guz. Grimjow laughs and says he hates Ichigo's eyes, and then we cut to the girl Espada Halibel and her goons watching. Two of them are fighting, and their names are Apache and Mila Rose. Wait, wait what? <laughs> you can just do that? Is that the Guilty Gear character name, isn't it? Which is probably also some van. Milia Rose. Milia Rose. Uh, yeah, I think Milia Rose is the guilty no, character. No, it's Milia Rage. Oh, okay. okay Milia so, Rage. So it's two letters different. All right. <laughs> two. No, it's a lot of letters. It's Milia Rage and Mila Rose. So it's, it's pretty different. But I'm sure it was probably literally he was just looking at his copy of Guilty Gear. <laughs> With his glasses on. <laughs> uh, the third one, Sun Sun, calls them weak and unattractive. And they get interrupted bickering by another shockwave from the fight. Halibel tells them all to simmer down, but, and then he says, but it's natural. You're experiencing primordial fear. <laughs> and then wonders if Ichigo is actually a human because his spiritual pressure is so similar to an Espada's. Grimjow says Ichigo has gotten stronger and wonders if he got, he actually trained to get stronger or if he just got str stronger from like a meathead from recent, from a bunch of fights. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he got shown in anime stronger instead of real stronger. He got that Zenkai boost. Ichigo then, uh, like, stuffs one of Grimjow's attacks and slashes him across the chest and cuts him and says, Actually, it'd be boring for me if you were weaker. Because oh he can't really God. think of his own things to say. <laughs> he can only just say what Grimjow says back to him. Fucking Ichigo slashes a man open and goes, No, you. That fucking punch catch right before the slash might be the biggest bitch you thought I have ever seen in an anime. It was flawless. <laughs> they fight and fight and it's very cool and I'm not going to give a play-by-play -play of a high-budget anime fight. That just ain't happening. Right. God, all of the sakuga in this goddamn episode. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking nuts. It was saved up for this one moment. I wonder right. if anything horrible is going to happen in the next two episodes. Uh... Grimjow eventually shoots like some weird armor scale missiles out of his elbow. It's so good because it's like they look like scales. They're missiles and they're coming out of his elbow. He's a cat person. What's going on? Ichigo dodges them, but they stray towards Orihime because Ichigo is too fucking stupid to move this fight further away. <laughs> Look, he didn't know Orihime was going to come watch The Flash. <laughs> so he has to jump in the way and get hit a bunch. Ichigo tells Orihime it's fine, and then she sees her dead brother's hollow form like over Ichigo's face. Grimjow mocks Ichigo for taking the hit, and Ichigo says, If you have time to talk, you should think about surviving this fight. Grimjow then pops some elbow <laughs> blades and like a pillar falls apart behind him when he pops these. Yeah, he only shot and one into it and it did that. And Ichigo caught like five of them with his body. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like this demonstration, even though it's like, well, I mean, Ichigo already knows how bad that was <laughs> this is for us. <laughs> well, he knows Orihime's watching. Yeah, he's, showing, he's doing it for Orihime. He's down to one. <laughs> Grimjow gloats that he already hit Ichigo a bunch of times and he, he can tell Ichigo's starting to run out of steam and then he stumbles a little bit, and Ichigo's like, you're also running out of steam. Orihime has an internal monologue about how she's afraid for Ichigo, and he's becoming a monster. We flash back to her brother a little bit. Ichigo's getting smacked around. 
Nell's like, oh no, Ichigo's in trouble, and we get a bunch of flashbacks of the fights Ichigo already had in this arc. Nell says, normally, Mast Ichigo is invincible, except not, except, <laughs> except you're, you're literally flashing back to that not being true. Right? Yeah, you're flashing back to Ulkyora rinsing him really hard. I don't understand. <laughs> Look, Nell doesn't think too hard. Grimchow is whooping Ichigo pretty good as his mask breaks apart. Nell starts cheering for him and demands Orihime also do it. Orihime is he hesitant. Nell's like, even if you're afraid of him, he's still your friend and he's here because he wants to protect you. So how, how do you think he feels if he can't even hear you cheering him on while he's doing that? Nell just sternly looks Orihime in the eye and she's like, listen here, you fair weather simp. <laughs> <laughs> Orihime is like, oh shit. <laughs> she's right. Orihime has an internal monologue about how horrible she had been for being afraid of Ichigo and that it, her worries, she, she's thinking of herself too much. All of this is over, Grimjow just kind of pummeling him. <laughs> and Grim just like, you're finished, and goes in for the kill. And Orihime yells the encouragement of, please don't die, you don't have to win, just don't die, which is what Rinji says every morning into the mirror. Jesus. Renji found dead in the streets of Miami. Oh, hasn't he been through enough? <laughs> Ichigo then catches Grimjow's finishing blow and says, girls are watching. Flashes him really hard. <laughs> Illustrated Guide to Soul Reapers, still, still not, not golden. golden. Nanao says, we didn't get any usable pictures and we're now broke. Then Yachiru shows up and says, I got pictures of everyone, but they're all from behind Kenpachi's hair. She took them on it's his so shoulder. It's so his cool. hair are through every shot. What a perfect gag. Yes. <laughs> if, like, if they never sold that as a calendar, I will be disappointed. Right? <laughs> then everybody gets marked off the scoreboard and Nanao is aghast that that's the end of this little subplot. Yeah, that's a mood going forward. Episode 167. Four minute recap. <laughs> Orihime and Nell are stunned. Ichigo slashed Grimjow. Grimjow is way out of it. And then Ichigo says, it's finally over. But Grimjow catches his sword as he falls and doesn't entirely fall down. Then he starts fucking seething. Yeah. Orihime yells to look out and we cut on a blood spray. Someone is explaining minnows. They explain <laughs> hollows too. Oh, man. <laughs> Gillian are hollows who eat a bunch of other hollows. Groups of hollows perform mass cannibalism and merge together to become a Gillian. They have no identities. Sometimes one personality is strong enough to dominate the others in the in the in the Gillian, and they be starts eating other Gillian and become an Edhuchus. This is a Grimjow flashback. He was literally like a panther. <laughs> yeah, that dude. That dude was fucking neon tiger. Look at that motherfucker. That's crazy. <laughs> He's pretty cool. Uh, we gotta talk about that transition though, because that was so jarring. I went, "What the fuck?" And right. I thought maybe right now was when we were gonna cut to unrelated bullshit, because it basically went ancient aliens in the middle of a <laughs> yes, cut. <it> did. <laughs> Adhuchas have to continually consume hollows or they'll become a Gillian again, and if that happens, they'll lose their individual individuality permanently. Grimjow is apparently a manlet Adhuchas because all these big ones tower over him and say they're going to eat him. They're really obviously the hollow forms of all the jobbers he sent at the very, very start of this arc. Mm -hmm. Grimjow jumps immediately to the one that is D-Roy and eats a piece of him. <laughs> the others then confirm that, in fact, they are those jobbers. Xiao Long asks Grimjow to join them because they want to become Vasto Lordess and say Grimjow will be their king. Uh, then we then cut back to the fight. Grimjow shoved his hand through Ichigo's stomach. That's like his favorite move. <laughs> it works. They split <laughs> apart and Ichigo is, understandably, hurt, pretty hurt. Grimjow is pissed at Ichigo's shonen protagonist eyes that say he thinks he can still win. And he starts <laughs> knocking Ichigo around again. Ichigo is starting to, like, bleed into, into hollow Ichigo Joker mode. So Grimjow stabs him in the stomach again. And then Ichigo's like, does it make you mad that a human is your equal? And Grimjow says, no, I just have an inferiority complex. <laughs> <laughs> Based. Uh, okay. <laughs> so Grimjow breaks out his super attack, which is making a bunch of laser claws that are so bright they drown out all other light in the area. It's called Desagaron, and it's his strongest move. Then we cut to another Grimjow flashback. All the other jobbers are giving up. They say, we can never become Vasto Lords. We've eaten 3,000 hollows, and we haven't gotten any stronger for 2,000. Grimjow says he's going to keep going, 
and the others say, eat us then. Apparently, if the, even a small piece of them gets eaten by another hollow, they can never evolve ever. So Grimjow ruined D-Roy's life, which is pretty funny. <laughs> Xiao Long then copes harder than anyone in history had ever coped. And then he tells Grimjow that, I'm, we're sure you can become a vasto lord, eh, Grimjow? We then cut back to the fight, and the laser claws get thrown at Ichigo and knock him away despite him trying to block it. Grimjow's flashback is like intercut with the fight. Ichigo manages to shatter one of the claws as Grimjow is so convinced he won. Ichigo says, no, he won. I'm going to win. And I'm also sick of you looking at me like I'm inferior. And then Ichigo's theme kicks in. <laughs> then you know it's over. Yeah. <laughs> Ichigo's theme kicks in and he breaks another claw. And then he says, Grimjow was right. He actually does want to beat Grimjow up. He says he's going to beat Grimjow and Ulkiora and Aizen and take everybody else home. Take all his friends home and everything's going to be fine. And then he shatters all of Grimjow's claws and impales him. Grimjow curses him and starts to fall and then flashes back one more time. Which is just him staring at the moon in the cat form. And he starts to fall out of the sky, but Ichigo catches his hand and slowly lowers him to the ground and returns to Orihime. They do the I'm okay yada yada shtick and then Nell does the turbo headbutt into Ichigo again. And he yells at her. It's like, don't do that to a guy when he's flying. And then Nell ignores him and talks about how happy she is that he didn't die. And then Ichigo or Hime and Ichigo hold hands and look at the sky. Illustrated Guide to Soul Reapers. Not golden. Ichigo is outside the Kurosaki clinic. Rukia is there in her school outfit. <laughs> Nell tackles Ichigo and literally says, we're out. She says, yeah. quote, the higher ups have decided to go in a different direction, so I won't be here. And I'm that is the most devastating blow an anime has ever delivered to me. I have literally never seen an anime do this once where they just go, we're fucking out. I, yeah, it's it's literally that we decided <laughs> to put a movie into the vein series. Yeah. I thought this was her referring to a very different thing. So I got completely blindsided. <laughs> <laughs> also, the, the ending shot of like Ichigo and Orihime kind of wolf, uh, looking to the distance. <laughs> like, it's so telling that, yeah, this is it. To the or, next episode. Right? <laughs> like, it reminds me of the end of Ranma One Half. Uh-huh. <laughs> when they just look at the audience, they're like, oh, oh is there any more to, more to this? No, I don't think so. I think we're good. <laughs> <laughs> it, there's, there's like, it's it has the energy of like... We didn't adapt all the material, but we ain't getting another season. Mm-hmm. It, it's so crazy because, yeah, instead of saying to be continued, it did literally say to the next episode, which was like, wait, what the hell? And then that happens. It <laughs> felt like falling downstairs. It's just horrifying that they could do this. It's so brazen and bold and disgusting. The fear and the confusion. <laughs> it, I, I, want, I need to make this a comparison. It really is that moment of... You are in the middle of the Frieza fight. <laughs> the next episode is when Raddus attacks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. It hurts. It's so excruciating. Episode 168. The opening recap literally says, we're going into filler. <sighs> uh, so, here's, so here's where I need to talk about this, dear listener. You got, by my estimation, somewhere in the ballpark of 12 full chugging bleaches of us being miserable about filler. <laughs> I'm going to recap this as fast as fucking possible, this entire filler arc. <laughs> yeah, no, it's... Yes. Especially this first episode doesn't deserve even two sentences. Well, right? I, I just... This first shot, though, uh-huh. is magical. The one with the butterfly flying across? No, the one with Rangiku's chest. <laughs> <laughs> because the narrator's like, prepare for an adventure you've never seen before. Frame one, Rangiku's tits. <laughs> I appreciated it. Because they're talking all this new shit, we're in a confusing situation, and that was a good way to ground the audience in a familiar setting. <laughs> These are comfort tits. <laughs> uh, it's really unfortunate that she is in soul society, which never goes well. <laughs> oh, and I was like, Bob, it's not that bad, because Bob starts barking, basically. <laughs> and he's like, soul society? Oh, no. And I'm just like, it's fine. We're just going to be here for the first bit of this episode, right? <laughs> yeah. So... We're in Soul Society. Rangiku and Hitsugaya have a conversation about how they're getting a new captain for Squad 3. Rangiku is a bitch. Hitsugaya is dismissive. They say it isn't Izuru and Hitsugaya doesn't know who it is. 
captain's meeting. Ah. Whoa! First one in a while! It was like 40 seconds of this episode before we hit it, if even. Soul Society has an expedition unit, I guess, for some fucking purpose. <laughs> they need three new captains, so Yamamoto called the leader back and with two other captains tested him and decided he was good enough and promoted him. He's replacing Gein. He's some dude named uh, Shusuke Amagai, and we don't see him in this shot. We then cut to a bunch of Soul Reapers in Squad 3 talking about him. They're not ha happy about it, but they also hate Isuru. <laughs> <laughs> Back to the meeting. We can't see the new guy yet, but he has two swords. Fuck. <laughs> the captain's remark on him. He's Urahara with his hair dyed black. Yes. Uh, uh -huh. And no hat. What's the point? Yeah. That's pretty bad. What's the point? Uh, he's, <laughs> he's very he's very polite and humble. Ukitake gives him advice. The captain's meeting exists. The, everybody says some variant of the new guy has to prove himself. Yamamoto and his his second talk about how they need to fill the new seats as soon as possible. We also see the new guy's assistant, who is Sayaporo, but with brown hair. His name is Makoto Kibune. He also has a weird undershirt that might be his chest hair. Yeah, we don't know. Or crepe paper? I don't know. <laughs> He's gift-wrapped himself. <laughs> this is for you. He goes and introduces himself to Squad 3 and says uh, the new guy, Makoto, is the third seat, so Izuru did not get demoted. The jobber Soul Reapers object, but he tries to win them over with his generic and charming personality, which doesn't really work. Izuru then goes and mopes to Rangiku, who is as unhelpful as anybody. I mean, as unhelpful as Rangiku usually is to everyone. She basically says, Izuru, you're a loser. You should drink in the middle of the day. That'll help. And then as she pulls a million booze bottles like out of a hidden compartment and hits a guy's office, and then he shows up and punishes her for being a useless drunk. <laughs> and in this, Izuru gets the idea to have an ice-breaking party. We then cut to that fucking party. Nobody is happy. <laughs> Izuru pours sake for Amagai. He's a lightweight and faints, faints instantly. There's four minutes explain of this joke. There's a scene of Nanao and Kyoraku talking about him. They say nothing. <laughs> we cut back to the party. Amagai has still fainted. Everybody says he's a wuss for being a lightweight. Azuru and Makoto talk. They say nothing. They then get an emergency call. A bunch of minnows are in the Dangai precipice, so Squad 3 has to go kill them. This is when my notes have devolved to just writing the letter X over and over <laughs> for how long I estimate each gap in time is. Because once they announce that, I'm like, my brain is faulting. I have flatlined mentally. Fuck this episode. I'm a guy who's still unconscious. They're already hinting that something is wrong because every captain is like, I don't know who the two captains were. I want who helped test him. I wonder who they were, which I think every other captain that has talks in this episode says that. Yeah. Squad three minus the captain go to the precipice dimension to fight Menos. The walls of the precipice start to collapse because Star Trek techno babble. <laughs> <laughs> the cleaners from the start of the soul society arc show up, even though they're supposed to all just be once a week. Makoto saves a guy and kills a Menos. The cleaner can kill Minos, so I'm not sure what the point of sending guys in was. Yeah. They're going to get hit by the cleaner, but Amagai shows up and reveals that one of those two swords is like a tuning fork, and it destroys the cleaner with it. Then he falls over because he's still drunk. Oh, he's, he's so cool. And funny. Look, he's got twos on Pacto. This is the most bullshit fan fiction nonsense bullshit. <laughs> I hate this guy. <laughs> Buffalo, 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 but with the word bullshit. I'm a guy so cool. Whenever I'm a guy's not on screen, people need to be asking, where's I'm a guy? The Arankar Encyclopedia. I like that it didn't even sound like you ended the episode, but that's how it was watching it. Gein will talk about Ichigo's holification. Ichigo gets real strong when his mask is on. Ichigo shows up and complains, and Gein says, well, you're more like a hollow now than a soul reaper. And Ichigo complains again. Then Gin says, don't you have to go be in filler? And then it's over. <laughs> <laughs> For a moment, I was like, what's that guy in Gundam whose name is Amagai? And I remember that guy. <laughs> a totally different dude. The new captain of Squad 3. Yes! <laughs> oh my god, could you imagine Bright showed up in Soul Society? <laughs> That'd be way funnier. That yes. would rule! <laughs> A Hanataro like tries to talk to him and he just starts backhanding him. <laughs> it's just instinctive. He heard the voice. Sir, I'm just trying to report. 
episode 169 a bunch of new guys show up in the human world it's a, a girl in a rickshaw taxi a generic looking dude and a bald dude with round sunglasses who i swear i have seen his design in like a million different animes but i cannot i swear we've seen him any in this anime mm. i swear he's in villa <laughs> he's somewhere in the Baldark. <laughs> No, he looked like just something about the shape of his head and the round glasses like I've seen and the bald hair with a little bit of little bit of hair at the top. I don't know where, but I've seen that exact design in something. It's going to be Excel Saga. <laughs> the girl is a noble, I guess. She's hungry. <laughs> Ich Ichigo wakes up. His dad brought a trampoline and tries to attack him through the window. Rukia is there for some reason. <laughs> Well, obviously we're on the timeline where she's just living with them now. God. Yeah, I guess. Ichigo like kicks kicks his dad through the through the glass window and fucking cuts him to ribbons and then goes down for breakfast. Their neighbor moved out. Ichigo says it was because of his dad, and his dad bursts in and says, No, actually, she respects me for how I raise my children, and they fight some more, and his dad is fucking covered in broken glass. He really <laughs> ought to fucking go take care of that. <laughs> it's like the glass in my ass went deeper. Yes, yeah. it's, it's the best part of this whole thing. Yeah, whole he just screamed, thing. that's my ass, and it made the guts man sound. <laughs> they go to school. Everybody they know runs the bits they go run when they go to school. Keigo, Tatsuki, Chad, Orihime, Rukia, Orihime's sex pest friend I forgot the name of. Ashida, just run, just run down the checklist. They and then, and then or they, and then one of them's like, "Did you do our art project, Orihime?" And Orihime reveals that she drew a picture of uh, a T Rex doing yoga, which is one of the spoiled images that I put up there. This is a good image. Yeah, it's a good stuff. And then uh, Ruki reveals that she drew a bunch of chappies, the rabbit doing yoga, and then makes a great expression as she shows this off, which are both also spoiled images. It's good stuff. Before we get too far, yeah. When we got to this new arc, we did go widescreen. Yeah, that was weird. Which I remember oh. it being when we went happening when we went back to new content. Uh -huh. Like, but I didn't remember them doing that to this filler arc, so I was super surprised. Yeah, this this feels weird. Oh, the bleach wow. is filling my TV, and not because I've said it wrong. <laughs> hey, there's no wide Ichigo. <laughs> <laughs> Are you afraid of me? And I'm like, no, but I am afraid of Shusuke Uama guy. They get a hollow alarm. There's like a million hollows. I guess they're here to eat the noble girl who has really strong spiritual pressure because her fucking keepers say her weird hat, which is like a veil, hides it, I guess. She runs off because nobody's willing to feed her. She sees Ichigo killing hollows and demands food from him. Then she trips and her weird hat falls off and she's just some blonde girl. She expects Ichigo to help her up, but she has to explain because he's fucking stupid. And I, I, it's like we, we now have like filler now. She's like the filler now. Yeah. <laughs> you just take all the sauce out of her. Yeah. yeah. Her, her name is Lady Ruruchiro. Ruruchio. Lady Ruruchio. The thing that bugged me is her face didn't, in most of the shots, her face doesn't look like a Bleach character's face. It looks like other contemporary anime at that time. Mm-hmm. Like almost a code chaos or whatever. That's what happens when you have a new movie character. <laughs> yeah, this is uh, fuck me up. I'm like, what are you doing? They're invading. <laughs> you can't escape. The other two guys she was with show up with dozens of hollows on their tail and leave them on Ichigo. The bald one is mute, I guess, because he doesn't talk. He just gestures. Yeah. Ichigo bonkais and kills them, which what happened to Gintai Kaijo, I guess that doesn't fucking apply to the substitute Soul Reaper. They also <sighs> know who he is. Which is fucking rare for Soul Reaper. <laughs> yeah, that's that's weird. Oh, it makes it easier. Just... Also, what what happened? The Bountark, uh. he couldn't go. He couldn't go Super Saiyan because it would end the world. Now he's just doing it. He just doesn't care anymore. Wait, what? Oh, yeah, that was a, that was that. Okay, so so, so Agro, there were two bout arcs. The first bout arc, which was twenty five episodes and didn't matter at all, take place in the human world. And the second bout arc is like 18 episodes long. It happens in Soul Society, and that's where the actual shit happens. In the entire first arc, it's like Ichigo, Bonkai has bad effects if you use it in the human world. You can't use it willy-nilly. Yeah, they said something like, oh. if you use your Bonkai in the human world, it will destroy the city. <laughs> and this, this line shows 
up in the first three episodes of that filler arc, and I'm like, yo, how about we not throw out giant rules like that? So, <laughs> right. so okay, 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 Agro, remember the start of the chapter Black Arc where Ginkai has those guys <laughs> use their territories to uh like teach uh, Yusuke that he can't just power through everything he has to think? Mm-hmm. That exact thing happens in the start of the Bound Arc, except much dumber. No, it's true. Awesome. It is literally the territories. It's, it's fucking it's insane. It's literally the ex that, that exact story it is, beat. It is the idiot territory arc for like five episodes. Because he is definitely not the first person to Bankai in this city. <laughs> no. no. Except instead of like cool territory characters, they're the fucking mod souls. <laughs> It's true. That's where they came from. They're like, haha, we made a trick room that Ichigo needs to figure out how to escape the infinite looping trick room. And I'm like, I, I want to escape the infinite looping trick room. <laughs> anyway, Ichigo kills a bunch of the hollows, then more show up, and Ishii just shows up and is like, 1200 a second. <laughs> Right. And they're all gone. You hear the A10 Gal cannon go off. Yeah, the funny part is they they show other people like Tad shooting into it too. It's like, what are you doing? You're wasting where, your time. Why are you even doing this? Do you just need a good workout? What Ichigo even literally says, "Wow, that works really well against that." Well, you know, I guess that's good because in the Bound Arc, Ishida really got the short end of the stick. I feel like, yeah, that guy got screwed. Yeah, I no, I think he did pretty well for a side character in a filler arc. He almost beat the primary antagonist until they decided to scam him. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't do well until the second bounce arc, though. Yeah. The first one is entirely composed of simping. He's like, I can't get my penis up and my mommy GF died. <laughs> yeah, he, he does pretty good for a character that isn't supposed to fucking have powers for that whole arc. Yeah, well... Ichigo then says they used a hollow bait, and Ishida's like, well, it's different than the one I use. Qu Quincy's are better. Quincy's are better. <laughs> but but it's, but it's basically the same thing. <laughs> Fucking kids' endless homeschool energy, I swear. I have a Neo yeah. Geo at home. <laughs> My dad is divorced, so when I visit him, he buys me the Neo Geo. <laughs> they walk back to school and have a discussion about the girl. They talk about how she seemed like a princess. Or he made pictures of Dominatrix. The dub <laughs> removes the joke, which is that she pictured a queen. <laughs> Rukia's phone makes a fucking noise now, and I guess it makes Ichigo insane because it like shows them at school and back at home. And this, this she's just typing on her phone, just making fucking loud noises. <laughs> she's checking who went through the Sinkaimon gate on her new phone, but is having trouble with it because she can't understand the manual. Then Cone shows up and does the Cone bit and whatever. It ends with them noticing Ichigo's new neighbor is the princess and co. How wacky. This is the least patience I've ever had for Cone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is pretty bad. This is a Cone alert immediately. <sighs> the black hair guy with her is a dick to Ichigo and the girl is annoying to him. Ichigo tries to start shit, but he steps like one step backwards through like the, the door to their property and puts up a magic barrier he can't get through. And it's like, well, you could break it down, but that'd, that'd be really fucking escalating this shit. So Ichigo just, like, slinks off. Rukia goes to talk to Tepe, the guy at her Ahara's shop. She learns nothing. Yep. <laughs> Kone tries to get Ichigo to go harass them, but he won't. We see the princess's house. She's asleep. The mute guy tries to bring her food because she's asleep and he's sad he can't feed her. The black guy implies someone is after them, but Ichigo will be able to fight them. Ichigo and the humans talk about the princess the next day. Then the three of them who are named Ruruchio is the princess. Kenryu is the black hair guy. And Inryu is the bald guy. They're transfer students and the students are like, so an elementary school student and two adults? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, I like that they actually acknowledge how stupid <laughs> this is now. <laughs> Illustrated guy to Soul Reaper, still not golden. Never golden. A bunch of lieutenants are dressed like Boncho, and I guess are having like the boy equivalent of the Shinigami Women's Association meeting. Then now opens the door to their room and says, uh, "We're going to start using this room for storage. Get out!" And they all like go. Oh, yes. okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think we need somewhere to stick our books. And they're like, "Okay, we're worth less than books. We'll leave." Uh, th that's the end of these fucking episodes. Ah. Uh. Ah, oh. uh, yeah. Ah, uh, mm -mm. if I had known, right? I may not have been like, let's do a bleach podcast. <laughs> it is pretty rough. This is horrible. You got to respect the hustle, though, right? No. Oh, well, I tried. <laughs> Well, we got to do our segment, and this time, because we got a new arc, we got a new intro and a new outro. That means we get to review the old outro and intro. Mm. So we can do that now. Okay, what are these called? I didn't write them. 
Give me a moment here. All right, and that is opening seven after dark by Asian Kung Fu Generation. Damn right. And we review these on a scale from one to ten, so no zany numbers. This isn't that tight, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I will let Dr. Agro lead. I'm I'm sorry, who, who, who did this song? Asian, Asian Kung, Kung Fu, Fu Generation. Generation. So it's flawless? Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Um, you know, I, I, I think I and, and several other people have said this about a few uh, different things uh, from the show so far, but this is this is a really, really anime OP shaped anime OP. Like, these are the good guys. These are the bad guys. We're doing some running to make the story look dynamic and moving forward. Then we show the MacGuffin and the girl that got kidnapped. And then these are the good guys and these are the bad guys. And then we're running again. And now there's a table and Ichigo's running through a hallway. And it's, it's fucking amazing. It is some paint-by-numbers shit that strongly does exactly what it's supposed to do while an Asian Kung Fu Generation song plays. <laughs> That's an easy nine. Fair. Chris, what do you think? I mean, it's, it's Asian Kung Fu Generation, so it's a 10. <laughs> <laughs> I do think this is like a really strong shonen anime opening. I think the song is catchy and the visuals are pretty good, and it, do it, it doesn't go too much into the panning across fading in stills of characters thing that so many intros do too much. Hmm. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree. This is a really fun, high-energy intro, but it is very by the numbers. <laughs> So I will also land it on nine. For some reason, I want something more original, which I don't know why. Why? Why would I have? <laughs> why would I ever want that? I'm watching Bleach. <laughs> Dan, what do you think? Uh, since we got to go by whole numbers, uh, I'm gonna have to get this one a nine. The song is immaculate. The visuals are pretty strong in the intro, but there's no interesting ideas, animation-wise or anything else. It just is a really strong, solid intro, and it has uh, Asian Kung Fu Generation. So. Even if it was bad, it would be at least an eight. <laughs> I feel like because of that. So I'm definitely giving it a nine, too, which brings us up to 37 points total, averaging at 9.25, which I feel is very accurate. Sounds good. Great. Let's move on to the ending. This is Kansha by RSP. This actually features the Bount Arc uh, mod souls. It does. And yet it's good. Well, they're normal characters now. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think this is really high energy. I love the scene of Khan thinking so hard his eye pops out. And the fuzz pops out <laughs> of his head. Mm -hmm. And all the like cool shots they have of the main cast. Like it's a kind of unique art style to this. It looks a little different. Yeah, they're it's like a wood block. One of those Japanese wood block paintings the art of the characters right like really release heavy lines so i'm gonna give it a nine i, I actually really like the song and thought that the visuals were neat uh what do you think dan um so reviewing anime endings is always really really hard because it feels like you're reviewing on a curve almost but i uh, like when i first saw this intro i loved it and when i saw it for sadly the last time today i still loved it it is an intro or this outro. You can watch it so many times over and over and just the delightfulness of their little rhythmic dance that the mod souls do and the appeal of the song being both poppy, cheery. It's poppy and cheery, but it also has like a sort of, you know how EDs need to lay you down, right? You know, you, they need to be like, okay, it's over. Yeah, we had a great time. It's kind of like the tone. It really accomplishes all three of these things pretty well. So in a weird way, I, I'm also giving it a nine, which is crazy because my track record for bleach ending scoring is not very positive. <laughs> and the one before this, I gave a two. <laughs> yeah, it was the one before this. Oh, <laughs> yeah. It had the horrifying Ichigo sister. <laughs> Dr. Agro, what do you think of it? Yeah, I mean, for an ED, getting those pops of really good animation is nice. The the panning, like you just beat the entire cast of Bleach and Smash Brothers Ultimate, is really cool. <laughs> However, it does feature the mod souls, and that it really just brings me down. <laughs> You're bringing me down, man. So I'm I'm gonna have to penalize them for that and bring it to a seven. Understandable, right, Chris? How do you feel? Yeah, I'm going to give this a nine. I thought this was a really great ending. It has a catchy song. It doesn't have 
horribly off model family waving <laughs> their tendril. <laughs> I, I did like I like them all right. I like all the mod souls and cone writing uh Yoruichi going past everybody. I like Cone's face exploding when he thinks too hard. All around one of the better outros in Bleach. Well, that brings our total up to 34, making it an 8.5 out of 10. Pretty pretty solid stuff. Yeah, no, we had a really strong set of intros and outros this time. It's pretty great. I, I was so in shock because of the widescreen mm-hmm. that the only thing I remember about the new intro and new outro, sadly, is that the new intro starts with them throwing their shoes in the air and being barefoot. And I'm like, barefoot is legal intro. Oh, no. <laughs> God damn it. You're going to have to hold on to that until this whole set's <laughs> over. <laughs> <laughs> Me, 14 episodes from now, I'm so tired of feet. <laughs> If they feature feet in another fucking intro, I'm going to snap. <laughs> now for our feature presentation. No! Uh. <laughs> Moving on. We got to talk about who was best dressed this time. We have all sorts of new characters because a new arc started. I'm sure someone will pick those characters in here, right? Dan, will you pick any of them? Yes! Thank you, God! So she wears a bucket on her head, okay? This new chick. She's really great. Uh, People have convinced her by wearing this bucket on her head that she is suppressing her spiritual pressure, and they will not be able to find her because she is so strong. (laughs) Great. She is best dressed. What is her name? (laughs) I just... I'm never going to remember. Lady Ruruccio. Filler princess. Got it. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. Yeah. No, I'm sorry, Edgar. You're not fucking escaping this arc without knowing these characters' names. <laughs> I have to know the name of almost every bound. <laughs> <laughs> Most of them don't have names, though. It's fine. Uh, or only have one. Yeah, I was, I was like, Snake Guy even had a fucking name. <laughs> I, I don't remember Snake Guy's name. I remember Ugaki the nerd. I remember Yoshi the... Uh, <laughs> the mommy the, mom, the, no, the no mommy the no mommy gf <laughs> oh that's right she had no mommy power sorry sorry i remember a uh, god what was the fucking crackhead's name i'm sure i can remember it <laughs> uh the crackhead's name was fucking god <laughs> how um, dare you try to mentally defend yourself fat girl i am mentally harmed <laughs> there's so koga who was richard free. epcar yeah koga was a real focal point of all the terrible writing of that arc. Yeah. The crackhead, I think, is Mabashi. That sounds right. I, I'd buy it. The snake guy, I think, is Utagawa. Oh, my God. That also sounds about right. And I'm trying to remember what the old man's name was. I think it was Sawatari. I may be insane, but I feel like they waited 20 episodes to tell us. Yeah, they didn't tell us any of these characters' names easily. No. no. For some reason, you had to get all the way to his fight, even though you had been in countless shots and <laughs> scenes and episodes before that. Well, anyway. <laughs> not thinking who, about the bounce. Who else is best dressed? Yeah, who, who's well-dressed here, Dr. Agro? Uh, that, that's a clear, obvious winner. Um, honestly, I might have picked Filler Princess's kimono. I really love it. Uh-huh. I, I love the color scheme to it. The bucket is nice. It is. But... We have a new direction and a new intro, and the queen is back. And it is Totsky <laughs> from the OP. Jesus, of course. With her sick-ass 70s tank top with the jeans and, and the single ring necklace. This is classic, clean, and chic. I, yeah, that's th- true. I was holding off until next episode because I wanted to save it. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I blew that load immediately. <laughs> uh... <laughs> I guess I'll go next. I have to get this out here because the outro is now over. Oh, but yeah. And the outro that just ended, Kat Yorichi sits in Uraha's hat. Oh, yeah? <laughs> and it's incredible. Really? That's great. So, so there's a cat. Yes. In, in a, a hat. hat. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Unassailable. Hey, d- hey, little child, Dan. What do you want to <laughs> do when you grow up? Oh, I want to be trapped in a room with people <laughs> saying stupid bullshit for a living. Chris, who do you think was the best dress? Grim Jowdy turned into the cat, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course! <laughs> Pluto's the best! Good shit. Now, full, like, when he transforms or when he was a cat? Hmm. Uh, when he transformed. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say, when he transforms, yeah. he gets all the weird shit going on. Right? It's like, this design is sick as shit. What is it doing here? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, hey, what's up? I'm here for ten seconds, and then I'm going to die. <laughs> Look. You gotta save it. <laughs> yeah. 
No, no, I that was some shit I never expected from Bleach. There's just some energy to that design I did not expect from Bleach. None of the designs before this said he's going to explode into Pluto from Mega Man 5 on the Game Boy. <laughs> I regret to inform you, Dan, we have to move on to the segment where you tell me on a scale from 1 to 10 how excited you are to watch more Bleach. Wait, is it 1? Can we start at 0? I can unlock it for this time. Zero! I hate this! <laughs> they already wasted a whole episode! What will they do next? <laughs> you can't start too strong, okay? They're like, oh, Shusuke Yamagai, he's the new Sulk Reaper captain, and he can't drink alcohol! And I'm like, okay, I'm gonna need you to cut the characters I care about. <laughs> but... I'm starting but to get two swords. Sick. No, I don't care about the tuning fork. <laughs> You're going to have to care about the tuning fork. Uh, this is going to be such a fucking awful arc. <laughs> yeah, it is. That's not the right attitude, Dan. Dan, is Amagai currently on screen? No. So what should you be asking? <laughs> Where's Captain Amagai? Goddamn right. <laughs> I'll have you know, I remember this being way worse than the Bount Arc, but I think it might have had something to do with the way it was cut in, which you guys just experienced. Yeah, no, that was horrible. That was inexcusable. They should get, they should have to face the the original ending of Elgar Solid 4. <laughs> they should be put on trial for war crimes. Yeah, I don't. It's so sad. It was like we literally just got off saying like, oh, yeah, the last two episodes were the best Bleach has been maybe ever. Yeah, even, even even three yep. of these episodes were so good. Yeah. And then it, was, then it was off to the filler dimension. Anyway, Chris, <sighs> did you bring any trivia? <laughs> sure. Did you know I want to fucking die? <laughs> <laughs> the way they switched to filler, no series has ever done before, before they did that. Bob, is that true or false? I'm going to say that's true. That I, This is so brave. Dan. I'm going to say that's false, and here's why. Because you said this. On Twitter or something, and someone said, Nuh-uh, check this out. Aggro. I am going to say that that is true just for decency's sake. <laughs> <laughs> the answer is, I don't fucking know. The comments will have to tell us. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, it feels true. Yeah, this is unreasonable. This is indecent. It's amazing. <laughs> Every other bit of filler I've ever seen has been, at worst... Like we put a joke episode in the middle or even two or three mm -hmm. that are completely detached from can't continuity. I've never seen anything go. We're going to a different plot because we're out and we're stuck in the middle of the current one. We can't weave it. We can't have them go back. Yeah, the uh, the trap door theory was a good one. <laughs> Thank God it wasn't that. I think this is the best way they could have done this. Because you don't want them to ruin what is there. Right. Like, how many anime could have been improved if this was standard? Like, we're out of manga, time to do some random omake shit for a few episodes. Yeah, like, that would be better than what happened on Namek. <laughs> <laughs> the inebriated driver of the vehicle ran onto the sidewalk and plowed straight into a bus full of children who had just been released from the bus. Bob's like, I think that's the best way he could have done it. Oh, okay. I'm like, is that what happened on Namek? Jesus. <laughs> right? Very bad. Frieza! <laughs> Don't make me do it! Beep, beep. <laughs> anyway, we gotta move on to reviewing this set of episodes and try <laughs> our best not to hold those last two episodes against the first three too much. That's what Goku says. All alcoholics drive alone, Frieza. And Frieza's like, dude, get help, please. <laughs> I'm gonna go watch that Dragon Ball movie again. That moment was so fucking funny. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Okay. Tighten the scale. Zero to twenty-five. You know what to do. <laughs> Chris, how tight was this? Fifteen. Three episodes got full points. Two got nothing. <laughs> Is that the mess on that? I'm not gonna check it out, but that sounds right. <laughs> mm -hmm. I guess I'll go. Now that mass has been explained, yes, 15 is the right score. Those last two episodes get nothing. <laughs> Although I did like jumping through the windows and getting shattered glass all over his dad. Right in his ass. Yeah. His ass. Oh, that's good stuff. But really, yeah, those first three episodes are really great. I love that part. They're so great. Dr. Edgar, what do you think? So before I, I do this, I need, I need to shore up the context of it. 
Okay. Because I jumped into this project <laughs> right at the start of some between arc filler bullshit. Mm-hmm. And then we went into the arc where I dropped Bleach. So watching this anime has been pretty miserable right up until the last batch of episodes we were watching. Uh-huh. <laughs> So I didn't get to do any of like that that early anime shit in Karakura Town. I didn't get to do any of that. Nope. So <laughs> when this thing decides, hey, the, the fucking Hueco Mundo arc just got good. We're going to go out on a high note. We're going to go back to Karakura Town and do some silly, goofy bullshit. I'm here for it. <laughs> I had so much goddamn fun with those last two episodes. I love this new princess character. Her design's amazing. I can't wait for how goofy and ridiculous this is going to be. I don't like if the new third captain is the villain of this arc and has the dumbest powers ever. (laughs) I'm going to be so hype. This arc was crafted by God 20 years ago to make me happy right now. 23. (laughs) You know what, aggro? You know what? That's fair because at least we can be confident that we won't get through this arc and then have to do it a second time. <laughs> yeah. Which is what happened with the bounce. Oh. Yeah. I really don't want to like crash your boat or anything, <laughs> but there might be a disturbing amount of soul society and a distinct lack of Karakura town. Oh no. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but the princess. You know, right? <laughs> she doesn't get kidnapped next episode, does she? And take into the soul society. And I, then we... Oh, fuck. I refuse to say anything. <laughs> oh, my God. Things are good right now, and they're going to be good forever. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Dan. What do you think? Okay. I need you to close your eyes. Think about Donald Miller, right? <laughs> Imagine that man went to a really fine seafood restaurant. And then found out that mother base was blown up. <laughs> and then does the speech. Do you think he fucking cares that there was some fine cuisine before that? Do you think I'm thinking about the first two episodes in a positive fucking light? I could barely stop screaming during the second to last episode. I've never had a mortal wound inflicted so bizarrely uniquely to my soul by anything I've watched ever. But there were two good episodes, so it gets a two. <laughs> that's that's what makes it through. Technically, there were three. Why are we here? Uh, fight against the three. Is it just for shrimp fest? <laughs> I, I I can't believe they did this to me. This was like peak. I am not exaggerating. This was like peak anime for 15 episodes almost. Oh. And then that. Yep. It just it craw- it crawled its way to the top of the mountain and then grew wings and took off. <laughs> See ya. I hope those wings aren't made of wax. <laughs> Well, that brings the total number of points up to 56 and the average 14 points. I, I'm so upset. I don't think I can be upset with anyone No, and on uh, for their scoring here. I, Agro, I appreciate your optimism. Right? You don't know Bleach are, Trailer like we are, know Bleach You trailer. are living in the moment and that is admirable. Yup. <laughs> just like just like Dot said playing me in Street Fighter 6. Wow, you're so aggressive. That's cool. <laughs> Wiping the floor with my ass. <laughs> that is it for this month of chugging bleach. Well, we should let them know. That's true. There is good news here. There is there is good news. More good news? Yes. Maybe even the first good news. <laughs> <laughs> we will be blitzing through this arc. You guys better watch 10 episodes before you watch enough Chugging Bleach. Because that's what we're doing. 170 to 179. It's going to be good to get it all out there. Yeah, we don't. We we made the decision. We're not spending a year in a... We're not even spending six months in a filler arc ever again. I can't do that. 
the bound art literally changed to me. <laughs> and look forward to the crackhead move where the filler arc after this, we might do in one fucking episode. <laughs> oh, that's a filler arc I skipped. I'd be so excited Jesus for that. Jesus Christ, oh, what? <laughs> you watched this and then went, no, this one's too much. <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know. I can't even process that information. I'm too busy being optimistic. I do. I get to watch all 10 episodes of this immediately. <laughs> right? I cannot wait to come back next time and either have been completely right or have learned some very harsh lessons. It's okay. The next set of 10 after that could really bring it back. That's that's when it's going to win. That's true. That's when the bound art got <laughs> that's good. That's when Doge goes to the moon. <laughs> hey, before you down that jug of bleach, how about you head on over to patreon.com slash GB podcast you can get the next episode of chugging bleach early and help support us doing insane seven year long endeavors like watching all of bleach we also do many other shows that you can get extras for and if you ascend to vasto pod lordes you'll even get credit for it on big think dimension our weekly gaming podcast if not that's fine we'll see you next time you're thirsty for some bleach